world premiere. Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. Today, on Normies Like Us, a special breathtaking episode. We're reacting to the latest video game news coming out of E3 happening right in our own backyard. Set up your stream, pick up a controller, blow a cartridge. It's Normies Like Us. A console should be designed for gaming. There is so much to see and discover. And we look forward to showing you a whole lot more. You're breathtaking. And we got a lot of well-deserved criticism. It's spooky. Mitenet. Thank you. Welcome back. Like we said, Normies, it's a special reaction episode, and we're here with your special Normie host reacting to E3. It's me, Colin. Joe. And Cyber Mike 2077. How's it going, oh, everybody? Oh, there you I go. don't like that. Mike, you are, you are breathtaking to me. Do you know that? You're breathtaking. breathtaking. <laughs> You're all breathtaking. My hair's know. getting kind of long. So is Joe's, actually. We're both looking a little John wick Oh, come on, yeah. guys. My John Wick, my Keanu friends. I said to Joe off pod, I was worried that this podcast, our reaction to Electronic Entertainment Expo E3, would yep. be too Keanu focused. And here we are. We're starting this way, guys. We got to get it get, all out right now. We tried to invite him, but he was... Uh, previously engaged uh, with other yeah. things we <laughs> might be blessed we, by another one later no that's why we get aquaman you know we don't need john wick we've you got know it, brother i'm always uh, here <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey aqua i appreciate you showing up man if you were in a video game i'd play the shit out of it well you didn't it was an xbox exclusive way back in the day <laughs> oh god no that's right i would never touch that i have made an appearance in injustice gods among us however oh that's right <laughs> so um how you guys doing i miss you guys good how are you man Good, good, good. I was wondering if you want to grab a quick, quick whatcha real quick, and then we'll jump Ooh. into E3. I'd like a quick whatcha. Yeah, let's do it, man. Mike, well, whatcha, whatcha? Yeah, well, I just want to say I have finished Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not to get too into it, but yeah, the last two seasons, definitely when you compare them to the first four or five, it's it, there's a, a marked drop. So I might get into the books, actually, because I Ooh. do love that world. So, so are you going to read guy... them or, uh, or listen to them? I might listen to him using code normies like us on audible.com. No, come on. You know, it's not real. But even the it's guy, not. like we said, a fan who's sort of watching it after, not really affected by the hype, the long wait of like, oh man, it just didn't pay off. It's not like this. Like we said a couple episodes ago, you're watching it clean through of like, I don't know, I'm not waiting for anything. This is that. And I kind of like it. Even you can feel a dip. Definitely, definitely. It feels like some character motivations are rushed through. You feel like, yeah, they just wanted to go do Star Wars, which is a bummer. Yeah. I did make it all the way without knowing who sits on the Iron Throne. And then when I was preparing for Godzilla, I was watching a top 10 Watch Mojo Godzilla thing. And they opened with, so now we're going to talk about the true king. Move over, Bran. And I was like, uh, oh, how no. dare you? <laughs> so Watch Mojo is canceled. I I thought I was safe. So That's anyway. what you get. You looked up for something for King of Monsters. Uh, obviously, <laughs> yeah. you'll know the King of the Iron Throne, Mike. Yeah, there's going to be yeah. a pop culture segue in a Watch Mojo video. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, man. the three-eyed Rodan. 
So anyway, uh, other than that, I've beaten Dark Souls Soul Level 1. I released a video pertaining to that on my channel. Finally, I'll put a link down there. And other than that, I'm just kind of hanging out. How about you guys? Colin, what you been up to? I'll talk about a video game because I know you've been talking a little bit about how you got back into Dark Souls. I'll give kind of mm-hmm. an update. Uh, I didn't talk about this on the 50th at all. Go back and uh, check that out, readers of this podcast, if you really want to hear us wrap up some incredible things we've talked about on this podcast before. But uh, Red Dead. If you remember famously, when we had our Red Dead episode with yep. Jacob Ebel, who, who would honestly make a great uh, guest of this uh, episode as well, of a huge video game enthusiast, yeah. um, I was online only. No story mode. I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to do any of that or whatever. Yeah. I've cracked into it now because obviously they've finally fixed the online mode. So I was like, I got to get away from this thing now. I got to start playing the story mode. <laughs> and I fucking love it, dude. Yeah, it's it's amazing, uh, the story experience in that game. There's something about it. Um, well, just even, like, the principle of gameplay that it gives off, because this concept of, like, white dots, these, like, random adventures that you can find in the world just as you're exploring, like, I get why Westworld happens now. Like, the idea that, like, look, we could be at a bachelor party. I could be at one of your guys' bachelor party at Westworld right now, and we could just be walking through the woods while a couple of guys come up and say, hey, we're wild moonshiners. We're, we're not some big mission. We're just some, like, random people. And if you help us out, it kind of changes the world. If you don't, hey, maybe we'll have some sort of different adventure. Fucking love it. Yeah, it's almost like D&D. They just sprinkle these, these yes. story hooks around. And whatever one you want to latch on to, you can follow it. And just in an old West sense. It's pretty fun. Yeah, man. I'm nice. very impressed. I don't know. And we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more as we talk about E3, because I did read a couple interviews where some young developers for some games I love were inspired by playing this new Red Dead. That's how much it swept people. So I don't know. I mean, I loved it. But Joe, yeah. whatcha whatcha? Uh, I have started yet another run through of Buffy. So that is what I'm Crushing some Buffy and uh, a mobile game. Dare I say on an oh, E three no. episode, a mobile game uh, from, gosh, it's got to be like two thousand ten, something like that. It is a uh, you know def- defend the castle game, but it's Army of Darkness. Oh, okay. Uh, so I I recently updated my iPad, and when I did, it just installed a bunch of really old apps, and I saw the icon, and I was like, oh, you again. All right. So I've been playing that, like, nonstop. But it's got a zillion updates since you've played it, I'm sure. No, it hasn't been touched at all, and I've already beaten it, and and it's like, okay, well, I guess I'll just start it again like a true maniac. Okay, it's the Ice Age of games you're playing, and you're wrecking us a mobile game. I am loving this. (laughs) Yeah. As if you can find groovy. it, it's, uh, Army of Darkness, uh, Tower Defense. It's it's you know, well, we chainsaw saw a little bit and of, boomstick. Yeah, and like they're even pitching that mobile game for the Dark Crystal, which is kind of weird. Oh, but. don't bring me down right now. <laughs> You're right, right. We should stick with the uh, the excitement, and the excitement is around the Entertainment Expo E3. So, what do you say we go ahead and jump on into the conference itself? Let's, Let's hit it. do it. Press start. We're back, everybody. We're talking Electronics Entertainment Expo 2019 E3, everybody. It's video game time. Beep, and boop, beep. 
Yeah, and you know, I just want to wonder, you know, you guys know kind of the, the history of E3, how long it's been around. It's only been open to the public for a couple of years. Yeah, like when you say a couple, that means one, that means two, literally two years. 2017 two. is when it opened. <laughs> it's like, like this is an opportunity. I was trying to think, Mike, we've talked off pod. I know you've gone before. I've gone as well. Joe, have you gone to E3? Uh, not yet, but maybe next year. Maybe next mm. year. Mike, uh, did you go as just a civilian? Yeah, I mean, we would know people in the industry who could kind of get us badges by saying we were like freelance staff or something, you mm. know. So I would go as a civilian, but under the guise of uh, it's kind of like um, a man Splinter has no style. name. Yeah, I was thinking more House of Black and White Game of Thrones reference. <laughs> <laughs> you are stuck, my friend. I really am, and that's why one of the things I want to talk about is related to that. But we'll hold on that for now. Um, one of the fun things about E3 is like the video game industry itself, it's become so massive, you know, but even early on, they were just in the basement of CES at Las Vegas when video games were just an electronic thingy. Yeah. So to where now it's grown to be massive, but I want to think about that name, like electronic entertainment. It's like, that could just be VCRs. Yeah. It's a VCR expo. <laughs> it's like all of those like tech mobile, mobile football or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I want to get you guys as just, knee-jerk first impressions e3 is concluded you know uh as time of recording and 2019 feels like a weird year for me i want to know how you guys feel yeah i mean i would definitely agree with that i think e3 is fascinating because every major announcement and every major conference was done before the show even opened which is like you know when comic-con happens they don't do hall h on saturday like yeah. the, the Saturday before. Like That's it was kind of interesting. EA, uh, I mean, everyone, Microsoft, like the big ones were all done before the conference even started, which was wow. like, oh, okay, I guess we know what we're going to get. Hold on. I'm going to say hold on here because you're saying big ones. I mean, we have the power of hindsight or foresight, whatever you want to say here, afterwards, uh, where after the con, we have seen people say, like the, the promoter of it say, look, it really wasn't E3 because Sony wasn't here. Like, that's sad. Ooh, yeah. Well, much like Comic-Con and people like Disney and, like, having their own D23, like, other companies moving towards having their own conferences, it appears, same thing for the video game industry, where Sony is opting out, Nintendo has their Nintendo Directs, they were there, you know, but really it felt, that's why I thought it was strange, because there's companies opting out now, and we've not seen that yeah. before. It Can really felt like it was just, you know, they, they know everyone watches it online, so they were like, well, we'll get it online when people can actually watch and then, you know, the conference is just for people here to demo stuff. Can you imagine the stranglehold that one video game uh, has on the entire industry, though, that Nintendo's like, no, if we do it, we're calling it a direct and you have to call it a direct and nobody <laughs> yeah. else has called that. It's just called whatever it is. Yeah. It's like, you bastard. No, we're a direct and you can hang out in our tree in house. In our tree house. Anyway, wait another year for Animal Crossing. <laughs> Fuck you. Honestly, we're not talking about Metroid. We blew it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't like the, the mobile Metroid kids game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, baby. Well, then that always brings up the other question is like, you know, who won E3? Well, right? Okay. Hold on. Hold on right there. We can't really read, yeah. man. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll take right. it if you're willing to award it to a person. But look, my argument is, and I'll say that's the, the normie side I'd hope to push for talking about E3 is it doesn't matter who won. Everybody's just going to like what they like. I got more excited about the Nintendo stuff because I play more Nintendo games. You know, I'm, I'm less. Yeah. invested in the other genres that's fair yeah. that's fair to say um i mean do you think sony held out because they weren't gonna announce the playstation 5 and then microsoft was like 
Scarlet, it's coming, baby, next year. Yeah, I think that's very weird. I guess they would be saving the PlayStation announcement for their own event. And then they know it's the end of the PS4 console cycle. So they're like, why do we fly to LA and spend all this money on our booth, etc.? And I think that's another reason it was kind of a weird year is because we are at the end of the cycle for some of this stuff. Like... There will probably be a Switch Pro announced at some point soon. Yeah. Uh, we have the Scarlet coming. We know the PlayStation 4 is reaching the end of its cycle. So this is kind of <laughs> one of those like, okay, this year we're just going to like shit it all out. You're going to see what's coming. And then next year we'll be like, oh, here's PlayStation 5. Here's the new no, VR. No, 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 no. I, I disagree. I think it is the step away. I think in a lab right now, Sony is growing an ad man who can come up with a better word for direct, you know, for the, <laughs> yes, the yes, Sony yes. presentation 5000. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there will still be that kind of stuff. But I mm. think, uh, you know, I mean... EA was on Saturday, man. The conference yeah. didn't start until Monday. Like that's like they, they still called it like, oh, we're doing our our E three presentation. And it's like, well, no, you're not. You're just outside of the convention center a couple days before it starts. Like I'm not gonna go to Comic Con and be like, come see my panel. It's Tuesday and I'm standing, you know, on the the street of, of the gas lamp district talking about Marvel Ultimate Alliance. No, that is that's a panel, and you do get slated, Joe. Oh, okay, great. Put me in the guidebook. Yeah, it's like they basically announce everything before the conference so that the public can come and like demo all of that stuff. Yeah, that's yes. how I would at least look at it and kind and of appropriately a- clap. Yeah, it's you know. Power to the players, right? Go GameStop. <laughs> Give us your money. Here's the thing that was weird to me is because there wasn't a ton of new gameplay shown for anything. And that's what my problem is, is cinematic trailers. It's who cares? Yeah. You can show me the most beautiful cinematic that's carefully curated to explain what the experience will be. Can we until I jump? see gameplay... Can we jump into a game right now that I think had the biggest sin of that for the entire con? Uh, One we've really been waiting for, Square Enix's presentation was kicked off by the Avengers game. Where literally, guys, I don't know how you felt, but we had people walking away who were like, well, that was a movie. I really wonder what the game's like. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and all right. So let's let's start there. Let's start with Square Enix's Marvel's Avengers. Uh, A couple things I want to say right out the gate. Um there has been a lot of reaction of like, they don't look like the movie stars. Yeah. Yeah. No shit, man. They're not the movie stars. It's not the MCU game. It is, you know, like, like they show Ant-Man it's Hank Pym. It's not Scott. Like it is a different universe and people need to accept that. That said, do you guys believe that this is the Spider-Man PS4 universe? And can I convince you? Oh, hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. I would hope not because I don't want that Spider-Man to be interacting with a Captain America that looks like he's coming out of like a SWAT van at like a white <laughs> supremacist rally. <laughs> uh, well, well, here's here's my my points backing it up. Right when when they had their presentation, they were like, and PlayStation, ooh, you guys are gonna get some special stuff that I'm not allowed to say anything about right now. And I was like, oh, okay, that's one node. Then they play the trailer, and they're like, it starts at the opening of the West Coast branch of the Avengers. Yeah. So when you swing past Avengers Tower for the first time in Spider-Man PS4, he says something to the effect of like, oh, I wish the Avengers were around, but 
They're all out west, I think. Ooh, which is oh, like I didn't seems know that. like such a weird little detail that like maybe they knew that that's what be, was being developed and they just wanted to have fun, but also the fact that it's Marvel's Avengers and Marvel's Spider-Man. That's like the kind of detail that we could only get from someone who's beaten Spider-Man PS4 10 times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah, one line of dialogue. True, but dude. that's it. That's the kind of line that they would use to kind of set it up. Yes. Like I totally buy that. Yeah. I and would wonder, but my only counter argument would be we know it's not a PlayStation exclusive. We know it's it will not a be PlayStation exclusive, but we know that PlayStation is getting exclusive content. Ooh, interesting. Um, is what I would say to that. And just because the Spider-Man game is a PlayStation exclusive doesn't mean that they're not going to throw him into this roster to get people jazzed on that to get them to buy a PlayStation. Ah, Maybe that's the PlayStation exclusive content. Is Spider-Man. That would be my thought process. That makes sense. It's it's not just me. I've seen this conspiracy theory online a couple times. The Taskmaster that we see in the trailer looks an awful lot like the Taskmaster from... Uh, the PS4 game, so mm. I didn't even notice him in the trailer. Oh, Anybody really? That... Yeah, he's he's fighting Black Widow for like a second. Mm. That's the guy that runs around with a sword and a shield, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he runs around with it all, baby. <laughs> I can get down with that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm excited about this Avengers game. It's not Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. You know? I mean, we don't know what it is. Like you said, it's a movie. We haven't seen we it. Saw a movie that like. I mean, is that why you guys are nervous? That's why I'm nervous. Yeah, it was a movie that I wasn't particularly into. It looks like, oh, okay, the Avengers all hate each other now. Cap is dead, but obviously Cap's not dead. You're not going to kill Captain America in the beginning of your game. Tony mm-hmm. has long hair. Uh, yeah, Tony has long hair. They look like the fucking Bee Gees. Like, it's kind of, <laughs> I don't know. West Coast, man. Yeah, yeah that's true. Hell yeah, They're brother. all surfer boys. Yeah. Um, can I bring up then the other side of Sony, which did have gameplay... Or Square Enix, that is. And that's like a big thing for me was the Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh my God, buddy. I am so excited to talk about this with you. Yeah, we saw some stuff. I mean, we had seen stuff in the previous version that's kind of hit a wall in development. They allegedly threw everything out and restarted. Uh, being directed by Tetsuya Nomura, who is the creator of the Kingdom Hearts franchise and was Go the original character leaders. designer, exactly, of the Final Fantasy VII characters. So he's been around it for a while. If I could just give my hot take, when I look at that gameplay with like the real-time combat and like the action menu, it looks like in wireframe just like Kingdom Hearts 3. Because mm. it's the same director, same kind of live-action hack-and-slash with a magic system. So I worry if it is the Kingdom Hearts 3 system with the Final Fantasy VII skin, because I didn't really love Kingdom Hearts no, 3. No, I know you didn't. Ugh. So that would be my concern, is, you know, Nomura directed the Kingdom Hearts series. They are known for having a very convoluted and crazy story. This already has a crazy story, so I have some reservations. <laughs> that being said, I was hyped as hell when I saw Tifa come out doing Beat Rush, and I saw, you know, Buster and Cross Slash. So yes. that's, that's my spot, Colin. I want to know where you're at. Here's my thing. Uh, I watched the explanation video, because, of course, a, a couple days after, which is the nice thing about the latest version of E3 is that when it gets to Sunday where we talked about where the scheduling just gets so dumb where the only thing they're putting on the schedule is like it's Nintendo but not really like all the other companies are showing gameplay and like letting you play it on the floor and uploading like 30 minute videos of Final Fantasy 7 where you're kicking ass um couple questions as a guy who has not played Kingdom Hearts 3 mm-hmm. um people were saying so it has in a, a tactic system 
where you move in and it kind of slows down to bullet time while you pick your magic or your actions or things like that. But then it does become that pound, 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 hack and slash. You're pretty much doing that nonstop as Sora in Kingdom Hearts, just like jamming on the X button. Yeah, and then your magic is assigned to hot buttons. So when you're able to use it, it shows up in the bottom left and you can just press the button. Okay. And they had said that that time slowdown mechanic will be optional. Like it's for people oh, who kind of that want not that, mm. that feeling of like the turn-based. So while you're waiting for your turn, you're just smashing X. Yes. But you can turn that off and it'll just pop up and be like, press square to do the thing that you assigned to that key. Mm. So it can feel almost exactly like Kingdom Hearts if you chose to, to do it that way. Yes. I would say maybe then it's character-based because I know for sure that's definitely how Cloud will feel. But then they show you switching over to Barrett where he's doing the auto-gunning and you're not really jamming down on the buttons. I think that will maybe break up the pace. I'm excited for it. You know, I'm, I'm very optimistic that yeah. this game that I think people joke took 20 years to come out is finally coming out. But then we get the first teaser as like a PS3 tech demo. I mean, yeah. now we're going to be two console cycles later. Yeah, pretty impressive. But they showed gameplay. Like, they did. And so it's like a double-edged no, sword dude, with Sony. No, dude, people played it. You know, like, they got their hands on it. That's what I'm so excited about. That means it's real. You can't take it away if people fucking played it at a convention. And they said it'll be two Blu-ray discs long. The original oh, was three CDs. I mean, I love it. 50 gigs per disc. That's nuts. So... Good on them for having gameplay. I don't have much else about Sony, but I give them like a point for showing gameplay and minus a point for not, mm. you know, for their two big releases. Can I make one last comparison? Something we've texted about off pod before. I think it'll be a little bit of maybe Legends of Dragoon where you're trying to sync up those combos. That's not how tempo based. is done, though. No, yeah, a little that more would tempo be awesome. Based. Yeah. Final Fantasy VIII had that, too, where you would time your strike and you would do bonus damage yes so, i do love that have you played much later like what is your experience have you played 15 i'm curious what the combat system in that is like opposed to now because i think it is a little different as how they're pitching it well you could play different characters in 15 as well it looks like maybe it's a hybrid of 15 kingdom hearts because Nomura did not direct 15 right but you did have like the DLCs where you played as the other heroes and their like backstories. So they have established like the way to use different playstyles from characters in your party. So, all right, uh, how close are we to a Final Fantasy episode, Normies? Like, come on, uh, probably quite very. And there's enough to do multiple. But yeah, Ooh. let us know if you want to hear it. Um, I would like to move next, then, if I may be bold enough to transition to another company that I think gets a plus and a minus, and that would be Bethesda, because. Oh boy. They open, you know, trying to tell us, oh, we fixed Fallout 76. Please go get it. Download here's Elder Scrolls games. Blades. Yeah, here's our mobile Elder Scrolls. Skyrim is not coming out on anything else so far, but I heard they're putting yeah. games inside the Tesla, so maybe Skyrim <laughs> will get ported over there. <laughs> yeah, Cuphead was the, uh, the uh, appetizer to Skyrim for sure Yeah, uh, for the Tesla. Uh, I have a huge beef just straight off the bat. I apologize for jumping in first here, guys. With fucking... Nintendo adapting adapting these mobile games to their devices, taking, you know, Blades, Elder Scroll Blades, the mobile version of Skyrim. Switch yep. Blades. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Switch exactly. Blades. Switch Blades. Dog. That's fucking genius. Uh, do you guys give it a pass because technically it is mobile gaming, and I'm using quotes because mobile device? Uh, it's still a cell phone game designed to make you wait for a cooldown timer to open your loot box i mean yeah and this isn't the first one i mean they're all over doing shit like that yeah no i um 
that's that's a no for me, dog. Like that's a hard pass. I'm not gonna get anything that's that's ported from a phone. You don't want your kid to actually device. accidentally spend three dollars on their Switch to buy something that's probably free to play on their phone. Yeah, and hopefully on, it'll only be three dollars by the time yeah. we're done with it. I'll probably fifteen or three hundred. You know, yeah. if you <laughs> leave the credit card unlocked. Fortnite. Um, yeah. Uh, you guys aren't Fallout players either, right? No, 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 no. But go back and check out our episode where we talk about Bethesda stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, look, obviously they've dropped the ball. <laughs> like, uh, you know, plugging more DLC for a failed video game. Boy, God love you. God love you for thinking you can fix it. Hey, but they're going to have a Battle Royale mode now. Everyone I wants love that, it. right? I love it. Hey, let's ride the wave as it's crashing and breaking against the shoreline. Yeah. Wait, should should we have a cart style game? <laughs> yeah. Like, can you just imagine that boardroom of people just like, yeah, battle royale, dude, and somebody's got a dab. Exactly. Yeah. You can now yeah. play Skyrim on an ancient PlayStation Three in Fallout seventy six. <laughs> yeah, you can find that, it. Yeah, from the old days. Um, then there's two things that are sort of related, but um, my what I'm maybe second most excited for the of the entire show was doom eternal yeah let's talk about it baby you're going Man. to heaven you're going to hell you're going to the home world yeah wild stuff you got a grappling hook you got a blade arm like a lot of the weapons look retuned like i am devouring everything about this and there was actual gameplay you could play it on oh, the of floor course, baby it's coming in november we and don't i have to, to play it on my switch like it's coming to everything you yeah. know that's how cool yep. doom is now yeah, and it's um, such a flagship now. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. Well, I just think it's interesting. It's not QuakeCon anymore. It's it's DoomCon. Like, that's, that's kind of crazy. I would love to get a, a Quake, because they did show off that multiplayer two demons versus one human mode. Oh, yeah, skill versus strategy is what they called it. Which yeah, like, I just... Doesn't everything take skill and strategy? Yeah, like, oh, I'm really skillful, but I'm a bad strategist. I, I don't know. Mm. Um, it's like Lu Bu. He's not a good strategist in Dynasty Warriors, but he can fight really well. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side of that, we had Rage, which was, again, just a video. And I've not played it, but it's like the team that made Rage was pulled off when they were done to work on Doom 2016. Right. So shared DNA, but one had gameplay and one did not. So Right. Yeah. I just see that as their just, you know, not even sideline franchise. I don't want to say failed franchise, but it's definitely one that they, I don't know if they experiment with it or what, but they just kind of sweep it under the rug. It just rage. seems like their other shooter, you yeah. know? Like it I think doesn't... they didn't expect, yeah, maybe Doom to be as popular as it was. Yeah. And so now that that's, you know, the favorite son, they're, you know. Yeah, and while we're talking about, like, offshoots that they have, I mean, Wolfenstein 3 comes out, like, two days before my birthday. Oh, yeah. That's right. They got Wolfenstein. Twins, baby, yeah. also coming to yeah, the God. Switch. Yeah, that, that one looks pretty too cool. Much. And then there's also that VR experience, like, Cyber Pilot that they're they're doing, too. So there's some stuff for Wolfenstein, at least. Joe, you can get yeah. your hands on a Nazi's throat, it's then. all I ever wanted. <laughs> what did they say? They said something like, and now we are taking killing Nazis into VR. Yeah. Oh, uh-oh. And everyone went fucking wild. Uh-oh. Like, while we're talking about Bethesda, let's talk about... The, did you guys watch that conference at all? I did. Yeah, the, I watched the it. The audience in that conference, what were they smoking and how do we get some? Yeah, because I don't know. They, they were, were very like, wild. They'd be like, it's a... Uh, yeah, it's 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 Blades and it's coming to the Switch. And people were like, woo This yeah. is our marketing director. Woo! Yeah, it's is. like why why were they screaming so much over an update to elder scrolls online like, like it was a little much man yeah they had to be pumping something into the room yeah elder scrolls online is another thing too it's like i've always wanted to go to elsewhere because that's where the khajiit are from but like 
in a single player game. Yeah. It's like Morrowind is where the dark elves live and blah, blah, blah. Nerd stuff, but at least they're doing it. I mean, yeah, you're for the first time in the franchise, you can go to the Khajiit home world. Like that's kind of cool. Mm. And the trailer was neat. Like a dragon comes and the Khajiit, you know, does his little thing and teams up, but then it's yeah. just a movie the year of the dragon. Yeah. Hey, can I jump back to doom for just a second Absolutely. while we're riding this nostalgia wave that I'm going to accuse us of in a little bit here. Do you think there's an opportunity just based on the other fighters revealed for Smash Bros? We've we've got two left, guys. For for Doom Doom Slayer? Doom guy. Doom Slayer, Doom Guy, that would be nuts. I think Give I think Billy we're gonna Blast get one then. more new and then I think we're gonna get one more old. Could he fill that spot? I mean, if we're getting Banjo kazooie Banjo kazooie doesn't have games anymore, guys. Like, yeah, you know, right. that's there's no, there's yeah, nothing going Rob. on for him. It's called ukulele <laughs> <What>? now. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, ukulele. I, I, I wonder. Do you think this is a good time to like take a quick break and we'll transition into Nintendo with Smash Ooh. predictions and then let's talk because they had a lot of really good stuff. Yeah, All right, I'll gyromite on over there. <laughs> All right, let's do it. I'm gonna hop on my uh, flyy leaf from yeah. Breath of the Wild. See you in a minute. Player two joins. All right, we're back, and we were just talking about the possibility of could we get Doom Slayer as one of the additional DLC characters for Smash because we did get the big reveal. It was a little bit of a twist. They trolled us with Donkey Kong and the Duck Hunt Dog, but it was Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> you never become so self-aware of a franchise having so many upright animals with other animals on their shoulders <laughs> yeah. than when that franchise pokes fun at itself. Having oh, wow. another dog holding a bird by the neck. Yeah, I mean, bastards. that's what Nintendo was doing this whole time, like the whole Bowser-Bowser thing. Mm. Oh, boy. I'm glad they leaned into it. You thought that was cringy, Joe? It, it was like, it was a little cringy, man. Uh, <laughs> like, and also, yeah. like that Bowser came from EA, so I'm heartbroken. They had to bring it up, guys. So many jokes up, have yeah. been made that it's and like now, it's our first video. Let's get it done. Yeah. Get it out of the way. Now they never have to do that meme again. Yeah, they addressed it, <laughs> and it. let's move on. They We're killed done. the meme. Great job, company. <laughs> That's what they do best. Um, I wonder about these other two characters because I want to get the Switch. I've been playing Smash Ultimate with mm. friend of the show X Kaita. He's mm. got it over there. I still use my Nintendo 64 controller through various adapters, but anyway, I'm an old man. I don't think Doom Slayer is a good fit. I'm thinking of I'm still waiting for Dark Souls, like Solaire or oh, something. <laughs> the Dark Souls guy on Solaire. Who, uh, I hate to break your heart. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's more likely than a guy who like fights the armies of hell. Uh, give me the turtles, man. That okay. is it. The okay. turtles, like we said, because they revealed yeah. also the Dragon Quest hero. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like four different characters that you can switch between. Mm -hmm. So there it is. There's your template. Just do it with the turtles. Game & Watch is unique to his generation. We don't have anything unique to the NES generation. Give me the NES looking turtles. You know, the yeah, blocked exactly. out, the all washed out colors. I mean, like, that's what that would be dope. Is, yeah. Oh, you're totally right. You're totally right. And then, right. The and then he's Nintendo. updated. Yeah, you're super right. They've updated, but I mean, Mortal Kombat I want 11 has done that, where they yeah. show you the old costumes. It's not sprites, but you have all the generations. So at least give me like the brown elbow pads or like the more gritty oh, yeah. uh, Injustice version. Something like that could be cool. All right. So hold on. Can I get the reaction to just while we're talking Smash? Because we walked over somebody. We talked Banjo. I want to get the reaction to that. But I also mm -hmm. want to talk as three white guys. Uh, do we enjoy just another anime sword hero hero from Dragon Quest? There's a lot of critique in Smash Bros for this franchise. You have 
everybody from Fire Emblem. Yeah. You have Link, unfortunately, is a cutie boy as well with a sword. <laughs> Three yeah, of them. That's my, that's my boy. Yeah. I mean, do you I, guys like Hero? I've never been a big Dragon Quest fan, so it doesn't really... It's like when they added Pit or Kid Icarus. Right. It's like, like, I don't... Who's that? I'm not invested in this at all. I was excited for the Belmonts, you know. For uh, sure. Great to have it. Dragon Quest is like another huge franchise. Final Fantasy's in there, so why not? Not going to hurt me none. Yeah, but not I mean, that excited. It's, it's not going to be for me, but, you know, someone will love it. Why not? I Like, add fucking 600 characters in that game. Yeah, I was surprised by Persona when Joker came out, so I'm not really sure. I think, yeah, take something Western, though, because a lot of these things have been uh, Japanese properties. Yeah, so. Give me my turn. Banjo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And maybe Battletoads. I mean, they're getting a new game, That's so true. are they back in the light? Yeah. I don't know if they're at that level. Mm. Um, <laughs> All right. Can we keep talking Nintendo, though? So oh, does yes. anybody have like a favorite reveal from this? For me, I mean, Nintendo, I'm not going to say one again. I'm the most excited because I sit there. I've been shit-talking Pokemon lately. Oh, my God. We get a better look at this Pokemon game where maybe I'm warming up a little. Uh, I get the reveal that the best game I've ever played in the world, Breath of the Wild, is getting a sequel. I mean, you know, that's what I am more invested in. Thoughts? Are, are you guys excited about Nintendo's future? Yeah, I mean, this was the one company that I was most excited for because I'm buying a Switch because of Ultimate Alliance 3. Yeah. No, um, the fans are buying you a Switch. Yay! Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. The, the Kickstarter campaign is buying me the, the Switch. Yeah. Joe, your house burnt down. You need this yeah. switch. <laughs> Look, I need it. Joe, you're sick. Yeah, pay, pay for me to go to the doctor, and while I'm in the waiting room, I want to play a switch. <laughs> he doesn't oh, even have a true. home to game in. He can only mobile game. <laughs> that's why it's perfect. Switch. I can play Resident <laughs> Evil in a haunted house. Yeah, That's another thing, too. Yeah, oh, like, so. God. <laughs> I'm embarrassed by things like that, guys. Um, hey, well, I mean, I, it's an embarrassing commercial, but... Yes. Are you going to play The Witcher 3? No, I'm embarrassed by things like that too. Oh my god, fucking great, Mike! Fucking great. Switch blades, Switcher three. We no, were every it. time it's like, look, guys, I can take the critiques, I can take the jokes. I know that the motherfucker only plays 720, and that like, you know, gigabyte wise, it's not going as high as other games for its memory and stuff like that. I don't need Witcher. I've got a PlayStation. I can fucking play that. I understand other people don't have that luxury or whatever, but would you ever want a mobile world, a giant game like that, where everything's going to end up looking like the first version of Sims, where they're just giant pixel squares? No. Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing about the Switch that, like, you know, maybe I'll eat crow when I when I get it, but, like, I don't really see myself playing a game like that it, on, the, on a 5-inch screen. I mean, like, my cell phone is, like, the same size. You know, like, why would I want to play a, an open world game like that on such a small screen? It just does not make sense to me. Mike, like, would you look at a huge game like that and want to play it on something so small? For me, um, it's the things that you can have, you know, bite-sized experiences with. Like, I was on a plane recently from Texas, and I was like, if I had a Switch, I would be playing Dark Souls right now because it saves every single second. Or Doom, you know, you could finish part of a level, oh, man. get a checkpoint, and quit. 
I would be playing Doom and I would be playing Dark Souls for sure. The Witcher, that feels like I would want to sit home. But with even my TV. Dark Souls, really? Because, hey, don't jump on experiences now. Like, I'll back up the, the joke of the rooftop. I've heard people do that. And look, when I went and saw Detective Pikachu, the two people in front of me were in line with their Switch the entire time playing yeah. Mario Kart. But I'm talking quality of game. Mario Kart, sure. Dark yeah. Souls, you would? It's 2011. I mean, yeah, it's perfect right. place for it. Um, but things that were announced from Nintendo that are new, obviously, most excited, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I Hell mean, yeah. I'm looking at gameplay right now. There it is, baby. Dude. That's, this is why I'm not excited about the Avengers Square Enix game. Yeah, yes. We have the game we've always wanted coming this summer. Even with the kind of <laughs> yes. kitty look, like it doesn't bug you? No, no that's what I expected. That's what I expected, and also, like, we don't know what the skins are going to be and yeah. stuff like that. Like, you know, they might be like, oh, and here's, you know, all the costumes you love and, and that kind of stuff. Like, I like the little cards that they've put in that introduce the characters. I think the first Marvel Ultimate Alliance does such a good job of teaching comic book history to people who probably don't have exposure to that. I really hope that this lives in the spirit of that. That's how I learned a lot about these characters because I was more of a gamer than a comic book person, but I loved getting those unlocks and reading the character sheets about, oh, this guy looks cool. What's he all about? And like, I think that's a really great way to do it. Doing the trivia, getting rewarded experience. Yeah, bring that system back. Yeah. But I think Nintendo has done a really good job with their tree houses. You know, the Animal Crossing, a lot of people are fans of that. I am not personally. Mm -hmm. I don't know about either of you guys, but I know a lot of people are excited about that. I am very excited. Let me jump back because I want to do one quick critique of Ultimate Alliance real quick that I texted to Joe. $20. So already the base game is going to be $50, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, bummer. It's 50, not 60? I'm sorry, $60. That's just how expensive video games are now. I understand that. It's yep. a bummer. $20 DLC that will not be paid off until 2022. They say where you because of the release cycle where you get it, you know, the early in 2021, but then by spring by 2021 it's the second wave of a third wave early 2022. Guys, I'll be that dead is by then. I'll be dead by then. Yeah. And yeah. I'm paying 20 extra dollars for that for they announced Fantastic 4 Marvel Knights, which is like the badass sort of like, uh, you know, like supernaturally version yeah, of the like, Avengers. But who's going to be in that? Is that going to be like I don't Blade know. and Moon Knight? Hopefully. You know, like, like those guys? And or? more X-Men. I don't know. I mean, all three of those sound good, but ah, $20 and not knowing what it is and that it's so far in the future. That's, that's fucking brutal to me, guys. Yeah, I don't even know if I'll still be playing that game in 2022. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. It's it's a big ask, but I think the sixty dollar game, especially if you get you know your buddies together, I think it'll be worth it. But uh, that's like my biggest for Nintendo. They also you know Luigi's Mansion three. I don't know. I don't. Know. I'm not excited about uh, Animal Crossing. I've never played one. I'm not excited about Luigi's Mansion. I've never played one. Maybe right. these will be the first one because I'm so invested in just buying Switch first party games for yeah. some reason to back up the claim of like I do like this system. Look at I own Animal Crossing. I must like it. <laughs> yeah. I think though the really big announcement from them was that they're doing a sequel to Breath of the Wild because we've never had heaven. Well, I guess Majora's Mask is like a sequel, but it was actually just supposed to be an expansion. They just kind of released it as its own game. So technically that's not the case, but like a sequel to a Zelda game in one console cycle is quite rare. Oh, I mean, it's like super rare. Again, like you said, never happened till Majora's Mask. And we just got a quote from, and this is what I teased earlier, 
the young developers who've been working on this game underneath Inaru who say, look, we've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. We're really inspired to make a game darker than Majora's Mask. Ooh. So I think this is the one, guys. Spook me. Spook yes. me on an island. Did you guys love the video? Yeah, it was yeah. cool. Again, though, kind it's of, just like a video. It's a know? video. Yeah, yeah, that's but a pitch for sure. We have seen Breath of the Wild, so we yes. know what they're capable of. And we know that it's literally going to be them just recycling that system. So, yeah. Which is what Majora's Mask was. Yeah. Um, just because it's Nintendo and it's Zelda, and like they usually, with the exception of like Skyward Sword, do not shit the bed with their Zelda releases. So, Also, uh, you get the Link's Awakening remake. Friend of the show, X-Kaida, very excited about that one, because that's like the old Nintendo OG one, Game Boy. Mike, I am so excited for that. I'm so excited for the amiibo that comes with it because of the adorable toy look that the entire world has. I'm super excited for a video game called Cadence of Hyrule, the the dance uh, nightmare video game that's like a remake that just officially came out today that's like a co-op Zelda game. Let me tell you guys, right. the future of Zelda right now is fucking awesome. Isn't there a rumored Netflix show, too? So Zelda's yes. out here. Yeah. Zelda's out here. Dude, Zelda's yeah. out here, boys. Come on. How soon until a Zelda episode? Normies, all these video games we're talking about, we fucking love and are passionate about. Yeah, yell at us with which ones you want to see. Also, uh, last thing that's at the top of my mind for Nintendo was Mario Maker 2. Um. You know, people enjoy those. Some of the maps they come we up with We out here, we making people yeah. complaining that you can't do local downloads for the, the custom maps that you make, that they're all random, and that obviously Nintendo still hasn't figured out their online. So we out here, it's a bummer. Yeah, it only took them 20 years, and they still don't know how to do online. Everything else, they kind of <laughs> got figured out, though, I guess. And the Xbox last one we Alive. haven't talked about yet is, you know, Sword and Shield, baby. It's happening. Oh, my God. What an oversight. It, it, it feels like its own genre. Yes, Pokemon Sword and Shield. We got a lot of gameplay. It looks nice. Pokemon yeah, are out on the field. Yeah, what their little names are. Yeah, and you can walk around. We saw the whistling mechanic. I mean, there's, there's live interactions with them, dudes. Like, we saw that in the tall grass, you can kind of lose track of them, but still see them weaving in and out. I mean, yeah. it's the closest we've gotten outside of Detective Pikachu to being in their world. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely one that I'll be picking up when I get my Switch. And your shield, Joe? You your sword, Switch. Joe? Uh, I don't know. Sickle and hammer, the, the Russian. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, Mike is a bootleg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I already got it. It's been out since 1952. <laughs> um, I think it's cool as hell that you can see him in the field. And like, imagine if you're like a hardcore Pokemoner who uses the Pokebank system, which lets you save all of your Pokemon from any generation oh, oh. into the cloud and then yep. bring them into the new games. Mike, can I hit you with some controversy right now? Have you guys seen this stuff? <laughs> no, is this bad? Um, yes. A huge write-in campaign is going in that is very anti the Pokemon company, uh, what used to be Game Freak, um, mm -hmm. for, uh, for this upcoming game. They have limited it to what is called the Gilgar decks. The new region is called Gilgar. Uh, it is not a national decks. They have not oh, figured no. out how to animate up to over 900 Pokemon for yeah. this Dex. It makes sense in, in, to me, but obviously people are mad. You cannot transfer over your Pokemon from the Pokemon bank. So oh, they might man. just end up living in limbo. That's going to kill the competitive scene for yeah. this. No, exactly. I mean, like Joe hit it. I mean, it's, it's DLC. It's paid. It's whatever system they'll figure out to just squeeze a little more out of us. And just put up with it, guys. It is a big <laughs> just ass. Put up just put it, up guys. with it. Come on. That's the new gaming uh, philosophy. Just just put up with it. Um, 
It's tricky. I mean, I, I get that they can't animate 900 Pokemon. That's a really big ask. Um, but damn, it would be great to imagine it. So sorry, folks who are going to use Pokebank. You're not going to be uh, battling with your shiny Sylveon that you took 400 hours to catch. Oh, my God. Yeah, you'll get have fucked. to spend another four hours or 400 hours on the new game. Yeah. Sorry, and you we can't don't... just like live in the past. You Welcome to the Great the Equalizer. Yeah. <laughs> it's all us idiots who haven't been saving our Pokemon since Generation yeah, One. Yeah, and you know, like for me, that's great. I don't. Need, I didn't even know what the fucking Pokebank was. Like, I don't need all that baggage. Yeah, Joe, you told me, me you were making deposits at the Pokebank yesterday. Yeah, that's. I meant something different. That's innuendo. <laughs> The, the competitive people I know who play Pokemon uh, will be severely disappointed by that. I am not a Pokebank user, but I know people who would be. So, Well, and, you know, they better just get good. <laughs> there you Uh-oh. go. 400 hours, catch a shiny. But that's a, a huge deal. I mean, it looks great regardless of the Pokemon decks. Depth, it's going to sell gangbusters, for God's sake. It's the number one selling franchise of, of all time, period. So we've talked our disappointments. We've talked Nintendo. Well, why don't we talk a little bit about what we're most excited about? What were your highlights of E3? Let's let's dive into those. Coming up next, the best of the best. They are no longer your people to save. Ayo, bad boys, we're back, E3. We've talked some uh, Nintendo, some Bethesda, some Square Enix, highlights and disappointments, but let's go ahead and talk about what we are most excited about, guys. Can I be the biggest normie here and just say that the game that I really just genuinely thought looked the best and I am not enchanted by how beautiful he is, is Cyberpunk. Well, of course, man. Like, that's, that's what, this is the Cyberpunk part of the show. Yeah, Cyberpunk, CD Projekt Red, everyone loves them. They're from I, Poland. My ancestors are from Poland. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you do not get ownership over that. But, but guys, I will say just Mike's straight up. Yeah. <laughs> get I that like pierogi, pierogi out of your mouth. <laughs> I'm beating you to it. Um, but guys, we've had Jacob on here saying, like, look, Witcher is the best. I'll, I'll do it. Guys, Witcher's the best game that's ever been made. Bloodborne, um, Bloodborne. Bloodborne. But I've never played a CD Projekt Red. I don't know that they are the greatest game ever. It just looks more fascinating than games have looked in a long time. It looks cool. It looks like fucking Shadowrun, the game. Blade Runner. Like, like, yeah, Ooh, Blade Runner. guys, I like both of those. A bunch of, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, it's fucking cyberpunk, man. Like, like, that's cool. That's a cool ass title. It looks great. Keanu is like, you know fucking keanu i've like, been working like on this game great. called awesome for a while should we just call it awesome <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah i guess you're just gonna um, call it cyberpunk and like you know that was mostly just a trailer as well but like yeah. i'm here for it and like we said before like witcher you know I'll, I'll be on team jacob here it's a fucking awesome game like take those mechanics put it into a world i care about a lot more than a, a medieval magic world and i'm fucking sold my like, lord it's super exciting for me my lord yeah and the gameplay like looks pretty dope we got a long like 48 minutes of gameplay you know and i feel bad for who's the guy who plays the punisher john bernthal yeah Man, because yeah. he's like, I'm the main character of this game. And then he gets upstaged Psych. by Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves <laughs> yeah. And then they announce afterwards, like, no, 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 no. He's not just like some one and done. He's your partner the entire time. Yeah. He's in your head. He's checking in with you. It's like. He's the man in the chair. Wow. 
Yeah. It's so good. Hey, you doing all right, buddy? Like, I just want Keanu, like, giving me pep talks in my real life. Yeah, I'm just going to, like, save those audio files and just, like, keep them in my fucking ear pods. (laughs) And I'll just, like, play them myself all day. And I've Mm -hmm. fallen for it. Like, I very much enjoyed playing Mass Effect and being like, oh, yeah, that is Seth Green as Joker. You know, like, there have obviously been celebrities in video games before, but have they ever looked exactly like who they are and been who they are? The the only, (laughs) Colin, we texted off pod. The only other example of, like, this level I can think of is when Pierce Brosnan played uh, James Bond in that James Bond game. Yes. Do you guys uh, remember playing, uh, you ever hear of Onimusha? Oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. What, oh, when Jean Reno played Jean uh, Reno. Just, just a guy in that world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I got to look up this guy's name. Um, but the main character, Samonosuke, he's an actually he's an actual actor mm. in Japan. He was in the House of Flying, Dacta- Flying Daggers. His name is Takeshi Kaneshiro. Oh, so, damn. Like, both of those mains, and even in Animusha 2, that was like an, an older era Japanese actor. So they were kind of in there. And he did voice himself. Jean Renault did his voice in Animusha 3. But I think Keanu Reeves is a step above that. Um, I just love that Keanu's thing. Yeah. He's just John Wick. Like, yeah. he was in that. Uh, there's that Netflix movie, Always Be My Maybe, with oh, Ali Wong on. and Randall Park. <laughs> yeah. He has a, he's in it as, like, the girl's boyfriend. And it's like, he's just long hair. Keanu Reeves, yeah, you know, I mean, it's he's like, in Toy Story too. Like this guy, it's it's, it's the fucking yeah. You know, it's Jacob his year. called last year the year of Jude Law. I'm yeah. calling this the decade of Keanu Reeves. Oh my yeah. god! It's the, I'm not as on the train. I'll I'll admit up front. What do you mean? Look, Bill in and that Ted face I love Keanu, but I've always said this. I don't think he's a good actor or star. He's a good character actor, but very often he's in these movies like. There's a reason I do not rewatch the Matrix movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, if fair. he was fantastic, you or had more charisma, you would probably get over the orgies. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, just be excellent to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Kid Cuddy's in the cast of that they announced today. Oh, uh, very cool. Hopefully, we don't have to deal with CG Rufus. But this is not the Bill and Ted cast, although no, that is very yet. exciting. You, you let us know. <laughs> oh, Normies I'll, face the music. We're doing it anyway. <laughs> Joe, what's your biggest like your most exciting moment for you three what do you what's your highlight um i mean it's cyberpunk but beyond that uh i want to talk a bit about that ea star wars game the the jedi yes. one i'm i'm pretty on board uh they showed a bunch of gameplay i love the like fucking little gremlin droid that you have yeah it reminds me a lot of like Aladdin and Abu. Yes, that's a great um, oh, yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the lightsaber mechanics look awesome, um, and I love the fact that in the trailer and and some of the gameplay you see in here, Saw Guerrero. So like, mm. you have this connection to the movies, and mm-hmm. in the presentation they said like, this is canon, this is real. You will see characters, and these characters that we've created will live on. So like, that's kind of really exciting for me. It's, you know, they've done it a bit in the comic books, but this is now in a video game. And, like, I'm hopeful that we'll see some of the comic book characters, like maybe Dr. Alpha and stuff like that, brought over into this game as well. I can't believe we're going straight back to back of actor portrayals, though. So that's Cameron yeah. Monaghan, Baby Joker. I kind of can't get over that. I mm. kind of cannot look past his face. Yeah, I mean, he's the kid from Shameless. He's Joker. Yeah. But you know, I'm I'm still in 100. percent Like I uh, I really I was on the fence because it's EA, and then the gameplay starts and it's like, 
oh, okay, it's kind of like Assassin's Creed, the way you move. Like, oh, okay, you have this little droid that goes and does stuff like puzzles. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I love all and that. And then I was sold the second the lightsaber combat started because it was, you know, a lot of parrying, a lot of force powers. It seemed like... Oh, for an oh, alpha, it looks good, you know? Yeah. Like, it's going to get cleaner. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I think that's um, one we haven't talked about yet. That's definitely a highlight for me. Yeah, and it has like a little bit of that Force Awakens vibe because like oh yeah, that got lightsaber fighting and Force powers right. It just no. wasn't canon. I mean, like you yeah. know, there's the Force Unleashed, but a lot of that is just there's so much yeah um, that it just kind of doesn't you know it feels a little like hack and slashy. This looks like there's a little more finesse to it. You're parrying. You're you're stopping uh you know people bolts in midair yeah like that's that's pretty cool oh that's like literally the coolest combat on the planet doing that stuff yeah i just want to feel like kylo ren did when he was freezing that bolt (laughs) and just like let me talk to you for a second yeah and it kind of looks like you're batting them back too so like you know that little tease that we got with some gameplay i'm pretty excited about it can i jump back and tell just a little personal story so my experience with e3 i went i'm pretty sure it was the year it opened to the public I went as a worker. I worked a, a PA job for a mm. uh, for a hot pocket spot, internet spot that was about gamer fuel, where a YouTube star hot would pockets. run up hot pockets would run up to people and be like, "When you get done gaming, you grab a hot pocket, right?" And they'd be like, "What?" <laughs> and you would sort of get like a clip, a clip quote. Uh, but if it was 2017, uh, this is how we would know. I know it was the year of Battlefront. Like yeah, I got to sit and got in to and try the Battlefront now. and texted you and was like, oh my God, it's going to be great. Will EA let us down like Battlefront? I <laughs> don't think so. Okay. And I guess this is another thing I want to talk about that I'm excited about with E3. You know, we kind of shit on Marvel's Avengers for a minute. They made a point when they were talking about an expanding roster and the story being, uh, you know, years long and stuff like that. None of it is hidden behind a paywall. It is. There are no loot boxes. It is not pay to win. All of the Thank DLC God. will be free. I think there are a lot of companies right now who have listened to the communities and they're they're dying to get it right. And I think EA knows if they blow it with this game, they're going to lose the license. Mm, so I think it's, it's do or die for them. And it Even looks if- like they're going to do. Yeah, even if you develop it at a loss, you have to hit with this one. Yeah, um, do I or love do that. We... There is no try, right? Ah. Got him. Failure. The best teacher is. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, EA drawn to oh, the Sith side. Was that Mike holding the Last Jedi? <laughs> have Have you heard the story of Battlefront? It's not a story many Jedi would tell. Yeah, the power to create buys. Um, <laughs> oh God! I had another conversation about the Last Jedi today, actually, with Jacob. So, um, if I can go ahead then and jump in and talk about what I'm most excited about, given you know my new appetites for media, let's say we have seen confirmed that the Philly Special is in the new Madden game. Yes. Oh my God! We're We're talking about sports kind of games. Stuff. Oh my God! Um, yeah, new, I, like, new plays, run pass options, Madden. Oh, the run pass options, super fucking excited about that. You love and it, like, Joe. I, that is, I mean, to me, that was the, I hate college football, uh, and right. I don't want to get on too much of a football ramp, but like when we started seeing that stuff come to the NFL, I couldn't be any more excited. Now we're going to get it in Madden, and it looks like they're going to be updating playbooks a whole bunch throughout the year. I'm I'm jazz, man. I haven't picked up a Madden 
probably in like five or six years. But I, this I'll, might be the special one. The yeah. reason too, not just like. <laughs> kind of sucks the Giants will be uh, the way they are this, this year. This will but. be Madden 2008 too. Finally, a successor worthier than name. Yeah. yeah. We didn't tweak just the jumping. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah, it, it seems like they're actually doing a lot different um, stuff. And like you have the like unique player animations, like the no look pass from Mahomes. Yeah, um, you know Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, the people people really love to see have all gotten like their animations locked. You in, get also like uh, X Factor abilities, and and I thought I was trolling when I said that, but it is kind of interesting uh, with Madden. They, like Alvin Kamara will have a thing like um, receiver apprentice, which means he can catch the ball easier when it's contested because like he also Whoa. does that. So yeah. like there'll be X Factor abilities. So like I think uh, Saquon Barkley is thick thighs. And he just can't <laughs> yeah. Take yeah. Down. OBJ one-handed. He just like yeah. So you get boosts. Like some guys are better at running routes, so they yeah, can get past <laughs> DBs or whatever. So um, I mean, it's anyway. no, it's no blitz, but I'm excited. We're getting yeah. there, though. It sounds like. But legitimately, what I'm most excited about is on the Microsoft conference. It should be coming to everything, at very least PC. So I'll be playing it as Elden Ring, George R. R. Martin, Hidetaka Miyazaki, Dark Souls X. Game of Thrones. I yeah, mean, I texted that's... you this off pod, Mike, and said it's almost like somebody said, "What game would Mike like?" It's, it's George R. Right Martin. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's George R. Martin. It's Mizaki. It's from software. Look, let's do it like Dark Souls. You know, people are kind of liking our other games. They're kind of liking the combat, but no, let's go back to how it is: huge, customizable uh, builds with gigantic open worlds. It's like, god damn, you were saying a lot of great buzzwords right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like. You know, Dark Souls has been known, especially the first one, for having like a very well connected world, but it's not open world. It's not expansive like The Witcher. So the idea of giving us the Breath of the Wild map, like Westeros, Dark Souls, with those mechanics. And, you know, I literally just finished Dark Souls 1 again, just as a level one character, and just finished Game of Thrones. So it's literally like. I want more of this stuff. <laughs> it's like they were like, wait, we got to give Mike something else to do. <laughs> Did you guys hear pod. Mike's almost done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to. You better rush this go. out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he didn't play secure yet. It must not be good enough for him. I do get a little nervous about any fantasy world that's like, hey, rings. It's like, come on. How many fucking times have I seen goddamn rings? And they even say, like, it's very inspired by Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh you really? have to tell me that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on. George wow. R. R. Martin. Um, Hopefully we will find out what Aragorn's tax policy is. Uh, Even in Dark Souls, like the test name, one of the first names was called Dark Ring. Uh, Mm. You know, so there's rumors that they're like, this will be Dark Souls 4. Just shut up because it has kind of that aesthetic, but no way to know for sure until it comes out. Yeah. But that's all I got for what I'm most excited about. You guys say you want to go ahead and uh, wrap things up? and Yeah, you know, Normies, I'd say there's a thousand video games that got announced, and we would recommend you check out all the tree houses, and I'm going to call that even the non-Nintendo ones that are those little videos of the gameplay and stuff. Look up your favorite games. Let us know what games we missed that you want us to talk about and get, again, recommend for episodes. But yeah, let's hit it. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Hey, yo, bad boys, we're back. It has been an electronic entertainment evening, but we're here to wrap things up. Final thoughts on the Electronics Entertainment Expo 2019. Ah, the classic RE3 to E3. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so. I don't. I'll, I'll jump in here, Colin, real quick, and say here's another thing that I'm kind of pissed off about. I can't heap on too much praise to Nintendo or other game series because that are following this sin as well. Uh, a couple games that have been announced recently. We saw the Mana, you know, Chronicles of Mana, the Mana series was a big draw yeah. at this uh, at this E3 for their direct saying. We're going to remake three of them. We're going to bundle them together. You're going to get some future games as well. Very cool to drum up interest with that. Boom. We also saw a Castlevania Legacy Collection. Mm-hmm. Where it was a bundle Contra of the early. Legacy. We saw a Contra. Thank you. Where yeah. Contra is also getting their own remake. Obviously, this is all to drum up interest in future games. I am not interested in rebuying the same fucking games over and over and over. People collect systems. Obviously, that's not who you're catering to. But also, look, guys, if you want to implement this, you have the systems. PlayStation has PlayStation Now where you can play all their games. Nintendo, with your online services, get past NES. Like, right now, I have buyer's remorse and fear to buy anything that is in their catalog because you might make it you be might just free for optional. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, what am I supposed to know as a consumer? I feel very nervous about these remakes. And I feel like this is... Uh a symptom of a bigger issue because there's no real archival system in place for video games. It's mm-hmm. not like movies or music it's the wild West. or art. Yeah. Like where this stuff um, can live forever. Like it's very much like, well, once it's gone, you know, there's a fucking landfill full of ET uh, Atari games. Like, Hey, we're going to we find prevent that, that in the future. No, no, no. That's the purpose of normies like us. We're going to find that buried treasure of ET. <laughs> And we're going to sell them and buy switches. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, like films go to the National Library. Like they're preserved, you know, books, same thing. And, and a lot of games that even go direct to digital never even have a physical release. So even if it's rare to have a copy of, say, the original cartridge of one of these things that's being released, some of these games have never even had a cartridge and they'll just be lost to time. So that is kind of alarming. Uh, another thing that alarmed me about this E3 is the amount of subscription services ubisoft had one microsoft talked about one it's almost like the netflix Uh-oh. hulu you know everybody has their own service game that's what i'm scared of this like tribal capitalism <laughs> that's coming out like you have to be in the ubisoft camp because you can't afford to be in other ones right yeah i don't <laughs> like that at all you're stuck with fortnite yeah Apex like, legends that's what you get that's it that is what it will breed i mean that's what it is now did you watch this on netflix i don't have netflix don't talk yeah. to me about netflix things i'm a hulu guy i'm a hulu hunk okay <laughs> and i can't oh, hulu no. I'm a netflix i can't normie. share my ubisoft login with anybody no yeah. they'll know they're very yeah. good about that so that i i fear is going to be damaging to the consumer the fact that you'll have these subscription cloud models you won't own anything none of it will be preserved you know to kind of tie in joe's point like that's the scary future that we're looking at and also nobody's sitting in the same room anymore you know sony will be in its corner nintendo will be in its tree house and microsoft (laughs) will be wherever doing whatever they're doing you know but no one will ever be sitting across from each other and E3 that spirit will just of competition. become the Microsoft convention because it's in the fucking Microsoft theater. Yeah. yeah. That is why I would like to do shout outs to games like Battletoads, local co-op, um, mm-hmm. Minecraft Dungeons, which I think is like a very interesting new oh. game coming out. Oh, Four-player local co-op. <laughs> yeah. Jacob, you're listening to me. Jacob, reach uh, out with the force. Minecraft me right now. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys say Minecraft? You're turning into blocks. <laughs> oh, God, I feel sick. <laughs> I prefer building things, and this just looks like uh, Dungeons, so... Yeah. 
Yeah, which you yeah, again, you you won't be able to build stuff. So the Minecraft community, I think, was like, uh, "Fuck that! What is yeah. this?" Yeah, there's that. Um, what was that roller derby game? It's got like, um, it's supposed to take the spot for things like Rocket League. Oh, that's it's, interesting. It's no, basically. I, I missed that. Did you guys see Elite Battle Angel? <laughs> oh, it's like rollerball or deathball. It's exactly like that. It's um. Oh, Splatoon is roller that what champions. About? Roller champions. So you you go around like a, a oval ring on rollerblades. It's multiplayer, and you try to slam the ball through the hoop. You can check people like in hockey. It seems to be getting this. It's uh, rollerball. It's it's literally rollerball or death ball. Yeah, with which also. Oh no, that was Chris Klein. Yeah, that was remake. it. Was not Keanu. How dare you? How <laughs> so dare I? Uh, that was like rollerball like two thousand. That yeah. was a remake of an eighties movie too. Yeah, the original one's still much better, but. Um, Besides the, the subscription services like that, and it just feels like E3 is maybe going to be less special going forward, especially as we leave the console generation. There's so much cloud talk. The Stadia is coming out. So who knows if we're even going to have consoles after PS5 and Scarlet. Well, we, we definitely had some negative thoughts here. I want to end it on a positive thought. Um there is such an explosion of creativity in the gaming world. Stuff like 12 Minutes, which is a, a an interactive thriller. Um, mm. We're seeing a lot more smaller creators having a chance to do stuff through these stores, which I appreciate. And uh, different stories being told. Uh, being told. Being told. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, uh, on that note, I just want to mention the, the Blair Witch game. Did you guys oh, see? Yeah. So, so this trailer is playing, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, "What? What is this? Is this an Alan Wake game? Like, like, okay, what are we looking at?" All of a sudden, pulls out. You see the symbol in the forest. No man, it is the Blair Witch. Yeah. Takes place in 1996. It's 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 a Blair Witch game. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> it's got kind of like a Resident Evil Seven vibe. It's first yeah. person. You got this flashlight. I was like, that's actually a really interesting concept because so many of these indie games have used like find the videotapes you know it's totally like that that said i'm i'm ready for the vr experience i am ready to jump to vr and there's nothing better to do that in my mind than a fucking blair witch experience right i mean like does it get any scarier than that are you guys excited for the quest i mean they're making a big push oculus right now uh i I got to get a switch before I get into the quest. <laughs> yeah. We'll okay. see. I'm the guy on this one is like, and by Colin, a, a quest after <laughs> yeah. you guys make your switch claims yeah. and the quest. Well, um, so yeah, maybe that's the future of E3. Maybe next year we'll get the Scarlet, the PlayStation five and VR experiences to go with all of it. Who knows, but it's definitely going to be exciting. It's something that's going to continue. Yeah. And I think it's a good point to bring up, a couple other exciting things as we wrap this up, not to end on a down note. So I want to shout out um, Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, yeah, it's that looked that, really cool. And that's the protege. I can't remember her name, but she was so excited about her spooky game. <laughs> she, was, she was like, it's not what we've done. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Shinji Mikami is like the guy behind the Resident Evil franchise. So like his protege, it was cool to see her so excited to reveal it. But it was still a video. We'll have to see what it is. But her yeah. enthusiasm was infectious enough for me. Yeah, to, she was kind of the star with more. Keanu, too. I'll yeah, shout out yeah. Astral Chains. My brother texted me, shoot it into my veins. <laughs> so I said, yeah, <laughs> sure, that looks good, too. Veins. Yeah. 
Well, that's kind of it for E3, everybody. We appreciate you listening. Again, this has been Normies Like Us. And be sure to follow us on all of our social media. And that's Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Once again, thanks, everybody, for listening. I am MikeBox360. This is Nintendo, Colin. And just plain old Joe. We'll catch you next time, Normies. All right, and be sure to stay around for a very special Cobb's Corner E3 edition. We'll catch you next time, Normies. Hey, Normies, uh, Jacob here. Um, here just to talk about the thing that everyone wants uh, me to talk about, obviously, which is uh, Anthony Davis traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. And uh, what kind of ramifications does this have on Space Jam 2? Uh, no, just kidding. I'm here to talk about E3, electronic entertainment, uh, whatever, E3, three E's. Um, I thought it was pretty good E3 for the most part. A lot of interesting news and, you know, in-depth looks at new games coming out. Obviously, we have Cyberpunk 2077, uh, John Wick, Keanu Reeves, obviously the star of the show. Um, Looked pretty good to me. Excited to play that game. Um, And then the other big winner, I think, from E3 was Nintendo. Nintendo... Uh, Talking about a lot of upcoming releases. Very exciting. You have uh, Breath of the Wild 2. uh, Very cool. Uh, You have Luigi's Mansion 3. uh, Sick. Link's Awakening remake. Looks pretty cool. Uh, You got Banjo-Kazooie in Smash Bros. Very cool. Um, Then you have... Let's see. Oh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. To me, this is the... Uh, Star Wars game from E3 that interests me the most. More than Fallen Jedi, uh, Fallen Order. Um, To me, it looked interesting, Fallen Order, but uh, it seemed very derivative of a lot of earlier Star Wars games. A lot of the same things that you can do um, using the Force and your lightsabers and all that. Still, it looks cool. Um, And then we have Marvel's Off-Brand Avengers. To me, this game looks interesting. Um, I'd definitely play it. Uh, Looks a lot like the Spider-Man game, but obviously with the Avengers. Then we have Elden Ring. This is from software, George R. R. Martin. Um, I'm sure, you know, Mike talked about this already. But, you know, if it's got George R. R. Martin, you know, I'm interested to say the least. So uh, definitely looking forward to checking that out. And then something that I wanted to see, a couple things that weren't at E3. We have Mountain Blade. Bannerlord. So I've been playing a lot of Mountain Blade Warband, which is a game from 2010. A little bit of an older game, but it has a uh, sort of a cult following. The sequel was announced in 2012, uh, Mountain Blade Bannerlord. And it is now, obviously, 2019. The game is still not out, but apparently it is coming out either this year or next year, finally. So I'm looking forward to that. It'll be at GamesCon 2019. It was not at E3, but looks good. And then the other thing that was not at uh, E3 that looked interesting to me was a Ubisoft game called Skull and Bones, which uh, is a pirate ship combat game. Looks a lot like the uh, pirate battles from Assassin's Creed Black Flag, um, sort of an extension of that. So that looks interesting. I wanted to see that, but 
you know what? That's okay. So, to recap, Cyberpunk 2077, good. Uh, Keanu Reeves, good. Um, Nintendo, everything they announced looks really cool. Um, Bethesda sucks. EA sucks. Ubisoft sucks. Um, Lego Star Wars looks pretty cool. Uh, All right. Thank you for listening. This is Jacob uh, signing off. Oh, hell yeah. This is Aquaman, and if you enjoyed that episode, I'd really appreciate it if you give it a like, share, and subscribe on iTunes, and you'd really be one of my men if you share with a friend. We'll be seeing you around.